Welcome to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. Our mission is to connect the past and the present NICU mom by bringing them out of isolation and into a sisterhood of women who can stand alongside each other as we heal and grow both in and out of the NICU. Our hope is that through interviews with trauma-informed medical and maternal mental health experts and vulnerable stories from NICU mamas themselves, that you would feel connected to the Dear NICU Mama Sisterhood around the world. So, whether your NICU journey was 50 years ago, or whether you find yourself in the NICU today, we hope that this podcast reminds you that you are not alone. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. It's your hosts, Martha and... Ashley. Ashley, how are you? You're looking dewy. I got a spray tan. I'm feeling bronze. I'm usually like a porcelain doll. I have like the palest skin. So um, it's interesting to like look at my arms and see color. I was so confused. I kept thinking what was different about your face and your hair, but <laughs> color theory is weird, man. It's just weird. And yeah. I'm just pink. Look at the yeah. color. <laughs> I'm just pink. You've been getting some kiss from the sun being in your garden. Yeah. Oh my God. Did I tell you that my mom, I love gardening, but my mom got me full sleeves that you pour on like without a shirt right but they're just sleeves oh, you put behind yes. your gloves because they break out in hives when I get scratched by the plants oh my gosh and how so brilliant I look really cool what I'm out and yeah about. you do please tell me you have a bucket hat with a strap I have a bucket hat with a strap and I even better I have one that has like the weird flap in the back yes. that covers your neck like covers toddlers have <laughs> yes you and JJ should do a photo shoot we should she's she's a real interesting lady um <laughs> I am uh, so proud to be your friend, Ashley. And it's been, oh I was just thinking back on the season mm-hmm. of the podcast and of life and <laughs> all the things that have happened in the season, all the interviews mm-hmm. we've had, and then also everything that's happened in our lives. What a crazy time. What a crazy time. This is kind of our first experiment, if you will, of dedicating a whole season to a topic, if you will. And it was really fun. I really enjoyed having just this consistent conversation that so many of us have in the back of our minds, but don't often talk out loud, with the exception of me and you, because we talk about it every day. But but it was really wonderful to hear so many other experiences. And there were um, a couple of episodes that we recorded that we're going to put in next season because they were just really good, but we couldn't fit them in with this one. So I think this is a conversation that we could have for many seasons because it's so complex and so diverse, but um, I really enjoyed hearing from so many amazing moms and providers. Yeah. I think um, there were, you know, we had even some replays in there too about, you know, like this concept of high risk pregnancy. And I, there's so many that are in our community that there's kind of these waves that happen of people who get to that point after NICU who say, is something we're talking about or I just found out I'm pregnant I'm pregnant I wasn't planning for it or I've had you know decided to have a hysterectomy you kind of go through these waves in our community where you see people grappling with this and so mm-hmm. I'm so glad we have all of this here um, for for parents to come back and listen to and really help them ponder on all the different ways that you grow families and what that looks like for you mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely has your perception of growing family after NICU changed since we started the season? Hmm. That's a good question. 
I think what I'm really grateful for, and I attribute this podcast season to it, I contribute this uh, community to this part of my healing, is that as Silas has gotten older, the pressure feels a lot less. Mm -hmm. The question of growing our family, the how I would respond, how I would talk about it in groups, used to feel like this huge, big thing. And I think having these conversations here, talking about it with this community who understands the complexities, just has given me like a lot of space and hasn't made it feel as urgent, which I'm very, very grateful for. Silas is four and I don't feel, I don't feel the pressure anymore. Like I'm at, I'm very much at a place where sometimes, of course it comes in waves. There's days where it's kind of all consuming, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, I feel very just grateful that I have so many women who understand that if there is a day where it's all consuming, I can talk about it and feel heard and loved, but it doesn't consume my mind in the ways Mm -hmm. that it maybe did in those early days. How about you? Uh, I feel really similar to like how you said that idea of it not being all consuming. I think there's, when we were even just texting about a, a dear friend that we love and um, about a subsequent pregnancy they had after NICU. And I think there's times when you see things like that and it hits you in different ways. But as it hits me, I think I'm better about giving myself space to kind of move through it and allow it to kind of just come and go like a thought you know and mm-hmm. to share it with people I care about you know you know we text about things that we're thinking and, and how it's affecting us but just having validation is is all that I need to be able to allow it to come and, and go the the big the big feeling surrounding it mm-hmm. um, but also I feel more certain in my identity as a mother too and also more questioning <laughs> more certain and, and mo- the most uncertain I've ever been at the same time yeah but in this I feel there's so many times when I look at our decision to you know we're quote one and done maybe but you know unless it's like some sort of crazy accident um, although we have our our son right who is in mm-hmm. heaven and all this reality to it I'm more and more comfortable looking at my life and experiencing it as it is as well mm-hmm. and experiencing JJ for who she is too. Mm-hmm. Um, holding that in that space, allowing the other feelings to come and go as they are. Um, and so I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to do that. It's either that mm-hmm. or we're so busy. I can't even think straight. <laughs> A little bit of both maybe. <laughs> A little bit of both. I've never been thirstier in my whole life. Like this is, Well, I feel like JJ, too, gained a billion siblings just being close to her cousins when you guys moved, too. Like, I feel like your family grew tenfold because you now have... JJ has these, like, almost like sisters, you know? Like, these older cousins that treat her like a sister and take her in like a sister, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love... I, we had a really, we had some really cool round tables this season, but I remember um, Sarah Camarina, mm-hmm. she talked about, oh, so beautiful, how she really had that d- desire in her heart to be a mom of a daughter. And she has her incredible son, Connor, who she loves with her whole heart and body. But um, knowing that um, she won't have any other biological kids, they're not going to grow their family in their way. She's really thrown herself into being a softball coach. And now she has all of these like tween teenage girls mm-hmm. who love her and come to her for mentorship. And um, in a lot of ways, it's about how do you grow community for your kids and yourself? And she's mm-hmm. done such a good job of doing that. Yeah, absolutely. There's endless opportunities to be a mother 
that aren't just biologically or, you know, within your family unit. I think that's what's so beautiful and was such a great reminder throughout this episode is that motherhood looks so different for all of us Mm -hmm. and there's no right or wrong way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And time is wild. Like time, when it's so close after your NICU journey, you think like, I will never, this will never not consume me, right? Yeah. This is my forever. And then you are three, four years out of it. And you're like, it's still so much a part of me. It's still so tender, but it doesn't consume me, you know, in the ways that it did in those early days. And Mm -hmm. same thing about growing our families. It's like those early days of people asking us felt like knives, you know? (laughs) And even we, one perspective we didn't talk about a lot on that podcast was this other side of it of people assuming that you're done growing your family right. or yeah. not asking you about it because mm-hmm. they just assume that, well, she had such a traumatic experience. I'm sure they would never go through that again. Mm-hmm. And those hurt too, almost mm-hmm. as equally as painful as asking about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think compared to when Silas was an infant to now when he's a toddler, it's those questions don't sting nearly as much. And I'm able to you know, answer really honestly and vulnerably, but also it doesn't keep me up at night nearly as much, which is really cool. Healing is cool. (laughs) Well, we are both very excited for a summer break, not because we don't love hanging out with you, but mainly because a Midwest summer is incredibly short and we want to enjoy it as much as possible, especially Martha, because she has a magical garden and she needs to be in the garden with her bucket hat and her arm sleeves as much as possible, but also just to kind of enjoy some time with our families. Mm -hmm. I hop into a busy work season, but we want to make sure to really reiterate the ways that you can connect with your Nikki mama outside of the podcast. Yes. Um, this is season six guys. We have six seasons of episodes. So So even though go back and listen to those, (laughs) go back to those early seasons. There are still some really valuable, very valuable episodes that we've done over the years that we sometimes find ourselves listening to again, and we're the ones who hosted it. So by all means, even though new episodes aren't being released this summer, please go back and listen to those. And if you aren't following us on social media, um, we hope that our social media is a little bit more than just social media. We hope it's a place where you can feel seen and heard. Um, Everything that we publish in post has a message of hope embedded within it, and we hope that you feel really taken care of in your healing journey, whether you're in the NICU or not. But engaging with us there is a really great way to stay connected to this community, stay up to date on what's up and coming. We have some exciting events coming up, like Walking Litter of Hope Day and different Mm -hmm. things. So um, following along with us there is going to be really, really helpful. So Martha, what are some other ways that moms can stay connected? Yeah, well, for sure, for sure, if you're not following us on social media um, or if you haven't joined our email newsletter, those are wonderful ways to stay connected. One thing that happens every single week is re-release part of our letter series. Hundreds of letters that we've collected from moms just like you around the world written by NICU moms for NICU moms. They're written for you. Um, They are so beautiful and encouraging. I cannot believe just the catalog of the letters that are there. And again, I say this all the time. It's so stupid. But the fact that people think of new things to write (laughs) is incredible to me. It is. You know, without chat GBT, it's just from their brain. Um, And it's personal and they're beautiful. So definitely make sure to subscribe. Um, 
to and follow on social media so you can see those posted weekly. Um, of course, if you are looking for more immediate support, we definitely encourage you to check out our private Facebook group online that's designed for NICU moms as well. That's where a lot of one-to-one -one connection happens as long as announcements about our monthly peer get-togethers too. We do have a really exciting, and I think you should talk about this, Martha, because you've been a big part of it coming to fruition, but do you want to talk about our soon-to-be new website? Yes. I don't know why you say the, I have a lot to do with literally 80% of it is you, but we, know. Um, we are doing, you and Paige put together so much of it. We are doing a website refresh. And so Ashley's been hard at work, um, putting together all of the beautiful design components and rewriting some of the pages, making it really clear what our, what our availability is, making sure that we're gathering all these, these resources and Dear Nikki Mama elements in a way that's super accessible to you. Um, but the big one of the biggest parts of this is the Dear Nikki Mama Resource Library. So right now we have a web page and she's, you know, she's doing her best. What's up right now? <laughs> but it's it has not been updated in many years and it's not nearly close to all the things out there that exist for NICU parents. So we have been working for almost a year now with Paige Blankenship. She has been featured on the podcast. She's incredible. Mom to Sully. Um, she is a psychologist. Um, so Dr. Blankenship, I should say, um, in curating this uh, library. And we wanted it to be the most comprehensive, diverse, and intersectional collection of resources for NICU parents anywhere on the web. And that's where it is. There are over 200 resources there. They are carefully curated. Um, we're talking about all different types of categories. So from general support and communities that we know and love to um, making sure that we have different resources listed for financial assistance, medically complex parenting. So we're talking tubies, people going home on oxygen with their kiddos, feeding, lactation, mental health support, BIPOC resources, uh, so, so, so much more. Each of these categories, we really spent a lot of time fleshing out because we want it to be a place where, because this comes up all the time, right, Ash, in the Facebook group where people reach out to us. I'm looking for X, Y, or Z specifically to give me support so I can learn more. And even though we at Dear NICU Mama don't do it, we know of incredible organizations out there that do. So mm -hmm. the the resource library will be released um, summer 2023, <laughs> now, hopefully soon after you are listening to this, mm -hmm. if not already live. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. There's great search and filter um, features on it too, which make it really, really easy to explore. Um, I can't wait to hear what you have. And of course, if you have another resource that you think we're missing, we'll have a form there so that you can submit mm -hmm. and let us know. Yeah. Absolutely. There are so many remarkable organizations that are doing incredible work in so many of these amazing fields. And so we're excited to have a place to show them off and to connect so many of you with them. So definitely head to dearnikimama.com slash resources um, to learn more about that. But that webpage will be up here in very, very soon. You know, Dear Nikki Mama is at a really exciting place where we're growing and scaling and we can't do it without you. And Dear Nikki Mama is a nonprofit that really exists because of your belief and support in this mission. Every time that you share about us, every time that you donate $5, $50, a million dollars, all of it really does contribute to Dear Nikki Mama existing and being what it is today. 
And even aside from my financial contribution, reviews on podcasts are actually incredibly, incredibly helpful. So if you like this podcast, and we hope that you do, we would greatly, greatly appreciate a review. Reviews really help us um, get into the to the hearts and minds of so many other NICU moms just because it helps search engine optimization and that kind of thing. It could be a sentence, it could be a whole paragraph, it could be a simple rating, but truly any review helps. In fact, our podcast coordinator pulled a review written recently by Alicia. She wrote following season six, hearing stories like Camille's about a second pregnancy after the NICU in this season has given me peace when it's been difficult to find throughout this pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And so thank you so much, Alicia, for writing that. We are so grateful to hear that Camille's story has been a glimmer of hope for you in this second pregnancy. And from one other NICU mom to another, we just hope that you know that you are surrounded by us, that we are with you every step of the way. And it's truly a joy to have you a part of this community. So having these reviews really does help us get a gauge on how you're feeling about the podcast, how we can best serve you, and also just um, helping us be seen by other NICU moms that need this hope as well. So yes, we are taking a break in the summer, but we will be coming back which I'm already excited to come back because I do genuinely enjoy this podcast. We're going to be recording episodes throughout the summer and we're excited to share some of our new structure for the upcoming seasons. We're really, really pumped about some of the ideas that we've been tossing, some of the moms and specialists that we've been in touch with, some more roundtables. And if you guys have any ideas or topics you would love for us to talk about, we would love to hear from you. Our email is always open at podcast at dearnikimama.com. Again, hearing from you guys and what you're hoping to hear really does help us put together content. And as we plan for season seven, we'd love to know what's on your hearts and minds as well. And as always, Dear Nikki Mama, we are solely fund, um, funded and operated on the generosity of, of listeners like you. So if you have ability and interest, we would love for you to visit DearNikkiMama.com give to consider giving any amount um, from $10 to $100. You can even do a monthly or a yearly, uh, yearly, annually, yearly is <laughs> fine. You can, e- <laughs> you can even do a monthly or an annual donation, kind of a set it and forget it situation. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of different podcasts have, have models like that. And we always want to be as accessible as possible for you and create incredible content, make beautiful, beautiful, um, blog posts and share these letters. And we need your help to be able to do that. So again, if you're interested and available, we suggest that you visit dearnikimama.com slash give. Well, most importantly, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening and for supporting this season and for truly being a part of this community. I can, I think I can safely speak for both Martha and I, Martha, jump in if I'm wrong, (laughs) but this community was founded because we needed it. And to this day, we are continually in awe of the women that we get to connect and meet with. And we mean it from the bottom of our hearts, but you being a part of this community has helped us heal and we would not be the women that we are today without you. So thank you so much. We are so grateful and so proud to be a part of this sisterhood. We have loved talking with you about season six and about growing our families after NICU and no matter where you find yourself on that journey, just know that we exist to be a support and to be here for you along the way. 
So we hope your summer is lovely and wonderful. We hope you spend lots and lots of hours outside and we hope that you continue to engage with us in some of our other platforms and other ways. But we love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful summer. We'll see you back in the fall. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. If you loved this episode, we'd be so grateful for a review on any of the podcast platforms. And we'd love to continue connecting with you via our social media pages or a private Facebook group. And ultimately, Nikki Mama, welcome to the sisterhood.